I support all of these as long as human rights of all kinds aren't being violated. And I support all of these as long as there's do no harm, love your neighbor as yourself and positive personhood. Live and let live means that people should be able to live their lives in the manners that they want to regardless of what others may think of them. Run your own life the ways you want to and let others do the same. Be tolerant of differences. People should accept the ways other people live and behave, especially if they do things in different ways. You also should tolerate the opinions and behaviors of others so that they will similarly tolerate your own. Teach their own meaning is a good life motto to live by. The phrase to each their own means that everyone has the rights to form their own opinions or have their own preferences and choices. We're also free to have diverse likes, different likes. The expression, whatever floats your boat, means do what brings you joy and happiness. Those are the creeds I live by. When it comes to my professional life, my personal life, the personal lives of others, and the professional lives of others. I am not the private life police. I am not the I am not the professional life police either. I don't believe in policing people's lives. As long as people aren't assholes. then I do not give a fuck at all about what they do behind the scenes and what they do in front of the scenes. That's how I'm wired. If if you are sweethearted to me, I am sweethearted to you. That is... My common sense, because I'm not the type of person that gives people a rough time. I'm not the type of person that makes life hell for anybody. Okay, now I wanted to clear up some things. My grandma said, my mom said, wow, I just love those ways that you think. I'm constantly learning and growing from you. The stuff I just said to you, that's what she was talking about. And we want to clear this up myself, my grandma, Claire, my mom. Um... When I told her about the PTSD killing me at church, she said, there's no shame in being honest before God about whatever it is. She said, 
whenever you, whenever I popped into your head, that's because I, I came from heaven and I had to enter my child's mind. And you notice after, after I came into your head, you suddenly were able to worship um, in the ways that you genuinely do. I said yes. And there are other times where even though the post-traumatic stress was still there, I was enduring with you. I suffer with my child. That also means that I endure with my child. So you felt a sense of a lack of guilt because we endure together. We suffer together. I said, Mom, that reminds me. The universe is my church. Everywhere I go, I bring myself, the church, with me. When I say church, I don't mean religion. I mean I bring my compassionate love and my empathetic love everywhere I go, everywhere I travel, everywhere I'm transported, and everywhere I move. I am church everywhere. That's why I have church everywhere. I said, Mom, I have church with the unchurch. I'll tell you what that means. Exchanging wisdom with each other. Exchanging humanitarianism with each other. Blessing ourselves and blessing others through kindness and gentleness, generosity, and joyfulness. Community service projects is what we do together. That's how church is like for me. Church is not a building for me. To me, I ha- I have mosques, temples, and churches in my heart of of gratitude, of service. and of of big-heartedness. What kind of service I'm talking about? The service of inclusivity. 
Notice I didn't put religion into it at all. Notice I didn't put faith and spirituality into it at all. I said, I've never left the church because I am the church. My church is not religious. My church is for all decent people, whether you're Christian or not. I believe that there is an afterlife that is positive, and that's where all the good people go. Whether they are faith-based or secular, both, that's where they go. And I told my grandma these views, and she wasn't offended at all because she understood that I appreciate that my child thinks that God likes, loves, and respects more people than we think, than we know, than we say than we feel, than we believe. And so that's the conversation I had with my grandma. I said, Grandma, I have another thing to tell you. I'm going to live a life where my triggers are honored my sensitivities and sensibilities are honored because the question is, do I honor those about people? Now the question is, do I, do I honor those things in myself? And do I help others to honor those things in myself? And so that is what I wanted to uh, talk about. Um, This won't be very long, but this is what I want to say. I said, Grandma, I... I'm an ambivert. I have my favorite color is purple. My favorite movies are Glory Road and The Great Debaters. My favorite food I like steak and eggs for breakfast. And I like soul food. I like healthy food, of course. My favorite foods are steaks and chicken wings, to be honest. Um, 
I'm not a virgin. I'm not a lip virgin. I'm a sexually healthy, sexually responsible, sexually wise adult. I'm a sexually um, I'm a sexually um, I'm a sexually kind lover. I'm a kind lover. I'm a generous lover. I'm a sensitive lover. What else am I? My one of my best friends says I have the Midas touch. Um, I see what else about me. I do practice safe sex. I like I'm a safe sex kind of person. I value grassroots. I value populism, the New Deal, progressivism, uh, liberalism, uh, green politics, social democracy, democratic socialism, democratic capitalism. I said intellectualism, of course. I said liberalism, progressivism. Okay, I did. The democracy, of course. Liberal democracy, of course. Anything new that I like? Well, I like spa massages. I plan on getting full body waxes once I get my own place because I'm a werewolf genetics hairy person. I like to get haircuts every week. I keep myself clean shaven every week. Shaving, you know. I am a health conscious person. adult material every now and then I view adult entertainment every now and then I view adult content you know what that means and I I self pleasure and I'm proud of these things I don't mind people knowing those things um You know, when it comes to my own life, I am, I vote Democratic. I consider myself independent, but I'm registered as a Democratic member. That's how my parents, you know, signed me up. But I like that they sign me up for Democrat, but personally, I see myself as independent. It's just me. Um, I hate dirty politics. I hate office politics. 
that's what apolitical means for me. I'm very involved in politics. I'm bipartisan, I'm nonpartisan. Social equality, racial equality, um, environmental equality, political equality, economic equality. I said social equality. Okay, I did. And I am for hmm. What's the best way to describe me? Political equality, okay, that's true. I make sure I didn't leave anything out about my views. Um, I didn't. I just want to make sure I get to say new things. Um, even though technically I'm a mixed race person, I identify as black. about me I am the jack of all trades I'm a renaissance person I'm a polymath I'm a child prodigy I'm a genius I have a high IQ I live a life of well trying to find anything new okay yes there's something new about me I let it go and I let all Antonio. I'm just being. What recovery and healing looks like to me is I have all the right therapeutic techniques and all the right people. And they have helped me when it comes to sex and sexuality. The sex and sexuality issues are over. Um, The body image issues are over. The performance anxiety issues relating to sex are over. They're all over. The residue is there, but the right techniques and the right people help me out with that just fine. I'm grieving the loss of what I thought I had to be when it came to society. I thought I had to be a um, squeaky clean, I thought I had to be a squeaky clean church leader. 
before the entire world. And I recognize that that's not what I'm supposed to be. I said... I must be true to what I've been called to do. I know y'all probably wondering, is there anything new that you've been, any, any new details to what you've been called to do? Actually, yes. If you want to understand what I've been called to do, all you have to do is learn this. Give me a minute to find it for you. Here's more information about my human rights. What are human rights? Answer, human rights are standards that allow all people to live with dignity, freedom, equality, justice, and peace. Every person has these rights simply because they are human beings. They are guaranteed to everyone without distinction of any kind, such as race, color, sex, language, religion, political, or other opinion, national or social origin, property, birth, or other status. Human rights are essential to the full development of individuals and communities. Many people view human rights as a set of moral principles that apply to everyone. Human rights are also part of international law contained in treaties and declarations that spell out specific rights that countries are required to uphold. Countries often incorporate human rights in their own national, state, and local laws. Question, why is human rights important? Answer, human rights reflect the minimum standards necessary for people to live with dignity. Human rights gives people the freedom to choose how they live, how they express themselves, and what kind of government they want to support, among many other things. Human rights also guarantee people the means necessary to satisfy their basic needs, such as food, housing, and education, so they can take full advantage of all opportunities. Finally, by guaranteeing life, liberty, equality, and security, human rights protect people against abuse by those who are more powerful, as well as those who are less powerful, too. According to the United Nations, human rights ensure that a human being will be able to fully develop and use human qualities such as intelligence, talent, and conscience and satisfy their spiritual and other and non-spiritual and other. Um, human rights characteristics. Universal, human rights belong to all people. Inalienable, human rights cannot be taken away. Interconnected, human rights are dependent on one another. Indivisible, human rights cannot be treated in isolation. Non-discriminatory, human rights should be respected without prejudice. Where do human rights come from? Answer, the modern human rights era can be traced to struggles to end slavery, genocide, discrimination, and government oppression. 
Afro cities during World War II made clear that previous efforts to protect individual rights from government violations were inadequate. Thus was born the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, UDHR, as part of the emergence of the United Nations UN. The UDHR was the first international document that spelled out the basic civil, political, economic, social, and cultural rights that all human beings should enjoy. The declaration was ratified without opposition by the UN General Assembly on December 10, 1948. When it was adopted, the UDHR was not legally binding, though it carried great moral weight. In order to give the human rights listed in the UDHR the force of law, the UN drafted two treaties, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, ICCPR, and the International Covenant on Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights, ICESCR. The division of rights between these two covenants is artificial, reflecting the global ideological divide during the Cold War. Through politics, Though politics prevented the creation of a unified treaty, the two covenants are interconnected and the rights contained in one covenant are necessary to the fulfillment of the rights contained in the other. Together, the UDHR, ICCPR, and ICESCR are known as the International Bill of Human Rights. They contain a comprehensive list of human rights that governments must respect, protect, and fulfill. Human rights outline the International Bill of Rights. The right to equality and freedom from discrimination, the right to life, liberty, and personal security, and the pursuit of happiness, freedom from torture and degrading treatment, the right to equality before the law, the right to a fair trial, the right to privacy, freedom of belief and religion, freedom of opinion, right of peaceful assembly and association, the right to participate in government, the right to social security, the right to work, the right to an adequate standard of living, the right to education, the right to health, the right to food and housing. Um... Question who, is responsible for, who, question, who is responsible for upholding human rights? Answer. Under human rights treaties, governments have the primary responsibility for protecting and promoting human rights. However, governments are not solely responsible for ensuring human rights. The UDHR states, Every individual and every organ of society shall strive by teaching and education to promote respect for these rights and freedoms and by progressive measures, national and international, to secure the universal and effective recognition and observance. This provision means that not only the government, but also business and civil society individuals are responsible for promoting and respecting human rights. When a government ratifies a human rights treaty, it assumes a legal obligation to respect, protect, and fulfill the rights contained in the treaty. Governments are obligated to make sure that human rights are protected by both preventing human rights violations against people within their territories and providing effective remedies for those whose rights are violated. Government parties to a treaty must do the following. Respect. Uh, governments must not deprive people of a right or interfere with persons exercising their rights. For example, governments can create constitutional guarantees of human rights, provide ways for people who have suffered human rights violations by the government to seek legal remedies from domestic and international courts, sign international human rights treaties. Protect. Governments must prevent private actors from violating the human rights of others. For example, governments can prosecute perpetrators of human rights abuses such as crimes of domestic violence, educate people about human rights and the importance of respecting the human rights of others, cooperate with the international community in preventing and prosecuting crimes against humanity and other violations. Fulfill, governments must take positive action to, to facilitate the enjoyment of basic human rights. For example, governments can provide free, high-quality public education, 
create a public defender system so that everyone has access to a lawyer, ensure everyone has access to food by funding public assistance programs, fund a public education campaign on the right to vote. And how do rights become law? So you have definitions, declaration, document stating, standards or principles, but which is not legally binding, ratification, formal process by which a country agrees to be bound by the terms of a treaty, treaty, convention, covenant, charter, legally binding agreement between two or more countries, reservation, the exception that states make to a treaty, example, provisions within the treaty the government does not accept. Here's the answer to the question, how do rights become law? International human rights law provides an important framework for guaranteeing the rights of all people regardless of where they live. International human rights laws contain in many different types of documents, including treaties, charters, conventions, and covenants. Despite the different official names, these documents are all considered treaties and have the same effect under international law. Countries that ratify a treaty are legally obligated to protect the rights it describes. The Human Rights Treaty process usually begins at the United Nations or a similar international body. Legal and subject matter experts might first create a draft of the treaty. After the draft is written, the UN or other body will arrange a meeting between representatives of interested countries to negotiate the final terms or or content of the treaty. This can be a lengthy process if large numbers of countries want to participate in the drafting process. Non-governmental organizations are sometimes allowed to offer recommendations during some of the stages of the drafting process. After negotiation, countries agree. After negotiating, countries agree on the final text of the treaty. The treaty is open for ratification by countries that want to become parties to it. Countries have different methods for assent, for acceding to or ratifying treaties. For the United States to become a party, for the United States to become a party to the treaty, the president must first sign it and then present it to the Senate, where two thirds of the senators must vote to ratify it. The ratification of country agrees to be legally bound by the terms of the treaty. Countries that ratify treaties are allowed to enter reservations to these instruments. Reservations are statements made by a country that modify the legal effect of certain provisions of the treaty. Entering a reservation allows a government to agree to most of a treaty while excluding or limiting parts that might be controversial or, or unconstitutional in its own country. Many countries have entered reservations to the major human rights treaties, which can limit the effectiveness of the treaties in protecting people against abuses committed by their governments. One, UN writes a draft of the treaty. Two, parties negotiate terms of treaty. Three, open to ratifications. Four, countries enter and make reservations. So... Human rights basics and why are human right what what are human rights and why they are important. I'm an advocate for human rights, equality, peace, dignity, justice, freedom. And these rights, human rights are what you are born with. And one last thing I wanna say before I'm done. Um I, I made a comment that I've thought deeper on when I said that why are people opposed to the death penalty but support abortion rights? Um, what I meant to say was yes, I'm a pro-choice person. I support abortion rights. I support reproductive rights for women, men, and all kinds of people. I support the right to have an abortion. 
the right to have a safe and legal abortion, okay? I was thinking about how we tend to pay more attention to evil people than to those that once they're born, um, we don't pay as much attention to them. And that was my concern with opposing one thing and supporting the right to another thing. And I said, um, if the federal government was able to end the death penalty, I think my, my feeling on it would be Make sure that the evildoers get all the maximum sentences coming for them, and I can live with it. And I hope the victim won't feel that their justice has been denied. That's all I can hope for, but... um, Again, I'm pro-choice. I support abortion rights. And... I support reproductive rights. I support women's rights. I want to go on record. Um, I make, I support the death penalty in certain cases. And those cases I leave up to the victim. The victim wants to do it, do it. They say, no, don't do it. That's me. Um, I was just expressing the concern that, um, When it comes to victims, I get the feeling that we don't focus enough on what the victims are saying. We focus so much on preserving evil people's lives that we're not thinking what the victim's justice is. Okay, that's the best way for me to put it. Okay, okay, I'm I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping. Well... Uh, Me and my grandma, that's all we wanted to say. And I want to say that I surely appreciate all of you. Wait. Is there anything else I wanted to say? I thought I was done. Basically, I am a person of secular spirituality. And the qualities I have means that I get to share the stories of everyone and not just my own. So everyone's side of the story can be told so we can all be whole.